1: He's Peyton Jones, and this is the Church Planner Podcast, brought to you by Church Planner Magazine. Hey, Church Planner, this is Pete Mitchell. And this is Peyton Jones. And here we are for Lucky Church Planner Podcast episode number 50.
2: Woohoo!
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's about as much celebration as we're probably going to get, right?
1: <laughs> for, the, uh, for the one church planner who's sticking with us for all 50 episodes, that's for you, baby. Yeah.
2: Too much fun with the sound effects. You know that? Way too much fun. Absolutely. And you know, that's probably what your uh, 50th service is like when you start a church plant, right? It, uh, it It's probably about like that, about that time. I'll never forget after uh, taking the core team in Long Beach, and uh, this guy comes up to me, and he's like, oh, man, this is such an answer to prayer. And I just want you to know I'm fully behind you and I support you and um I'm here all the way man and my buddy goes you'll never see that guy ever again and he was right <laughs> I was so thinking
1: that was what was going to happen when you started down that story I'm like I've heard that so many times in business especially like in a straight commission job like you know I run insurance agencies and stuff like that I mean I still have an insurance agency and it's like every agent oh man this is exactly what i've been looking for i'm like yeah i'm never gonna see you again that's it it's done (laughs) yeah absolutely so what what's the biggest takeaway you've had over the last 50 episodes that we've had
2: flies eat poop get over it okay that's for you (laughs) (laughs) not what i was expecting as your biggest takeaway but you know no but we've been dying to use that sound bite. we really have here's the deal um you know, just looking over. Okay, well, let me start with you, man. Like, what's been your biggest takeaway? Because I'll I'll give you some of mine. I just, just by the way, for our fiftieth uh, episode, we kind of determined that this would be like, kind of like Seinfeld, and instead of being the show about everything, which Friends was, we're probably a bit more like Seinfeld. This is a show about nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the one where it's kind of about everything, but about nothing. We're gonna talk a little bit about. Our reflections, and uh, at the end we're gonna do like what they did on Romper Room, or we, you know, <laughs> I see you, Joey, class. and you, Peyton, and you, and Steven? I see Hector and Charlie, and you know, we're gonna look at all the church planners. Out. No, I'm teasing. That's not gonna happen. But that would be cool. But what we are gonna do at the beginning is we're gonna take off our cardigan sweater, change our shoes to slippers, sit down like Mister Rogers, and get into all the things we've learned.
1: I really want to know, is that like a, a sentence that you've had tucked away that you've been waiting
2: to use, or is that like in your normal vocabulary? If you've read Church Zero, you know that's just how I think. Well, you hear me preach all the time. You know that's just how I think. Well, I think in cartoons. I literally just wonder if you have like a bunch of these just stored away that you're waiting to pull <laughs> no. out. Dude, I swear to you, like I'll be like a year from now, I'll be doing something and somebody will go, uh, it's like when you said boom, 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 and I'll be like, I didn't say that. <laughs> and I ain't, I ain't taking the credit or the blame for that either, man. I definitely did not say that. But did you, know, you see I, that um that I just
1: posted it on our Facebook site, but we had um I can't even remember who it was. It's someone who we've talked to uh via Facebook and they left us a comment like three months ago and I just now got around to reading it on our Facebook page. And it was like, you know, just good gospel, I love the magazine, love the podcast. Unfortunately, my reading list is growing as fast as a rapid dragon or something like that. It was,
2: <laughs> it was hilarious. Pete was reading in uh, Job 41 today, and he, he, he sends me a text. He goes, dude, is Job 41 talking about a dragon? And I, I didn't. we ended up talking on the phone before I could respond, and I was so going to put yes, uh, and it's very fast. <laughs> So,
1: see, I was actually uh, learning some uh, biblical Spanish there. Mi dragon es muy rapido. When I that's was right. uh,
2: at Biola. That's right. Now, if you can say it in Hebrew, then you can say it like Job. Well, um, I don't even know where to go with that one
1: because uh, my Hebrew, a little bit worse than my Spanish. Yeah. Yeah, I won't even. Uh, I don't have any phrases in Hebrew. Do that's I have to say uh, mi leviathan es muy rapido? <laughs> <laughs> That's that's as close to Hebrew as I'm getting. That's pretty and That's cool. not even Hebrew, we, but you know, we whatever. Need,
2: we need okay. If you're out there and you know biblical Hebrew, you need to like totally send that into the Church Planner podcast. You need to post it on our <laughs> Facebook or tweet it to Church at C Planner Mag um, for the for our Twitter handle. Um, you you need to let us know how to say that in Hebrew, all you eggheads at seminary. Actually, I, I would
1: take not just Hebrew but any other language. I'd like to know how to say, midragones muy rapido in every language. Absolutely. So, you, German, you know how, like... French, because we got listeners all over the world now. I mean, I was looking at our stats this morning and we added like a few other countries that I've never even heard of before, which actually isn't saying very much because I haven't heard of most countries. I pretty much
2: think of America and that's about it, you know, because... You need my shower curtain, dude. My shower curtain, I'm like, I didn't know there's a place called Franz Josef Land. That's like Way up like some island north of Russia, like you know, it's some dude who bought
1: the property and just said, "All right, I'm my own country."
2: Yeah, th- this I'm Franz Joseph. This is my land. <laughs> Welcome to Franz Joseph Land, dude. Have you heard about the uh, Principality
1: of Sealand? Do you know about that? No. Come on, does you does were in need the a church plant. It it needs a church plant, and I would like to volunteer to be the church planner to the Sealand the Principality of Sealand. No, what is it? I'm actually waiting for them to do a movie on it. I can't believe no one's picked up the story and done a movie on it. So what happened was there was a guy who was in the uh, the uh, British Royal Navy. Um, I can't remember. I think he was a major. And there's these uh, – and, and you would probably know this. Off of uh, the, the coast of England, there's these old um, –
2: Derek's they're they're like uh World War II platforms that they used to have like yeah, guns no, on You stuff. sent me a picture yesterday of all these cool things and it was on there. They were cool. Wasn't was it on where there? They did, yeah, is that where they did the uh, uh, pirate radio? Well, I wouldn't be surprised if they had no, but they have done a movie about that.
1: No, that that was on a boat. The movie was when they were doing it on a boat, because I know what you're talking okay. about. But so anyway, um <clears throat> the guy uh, once he retired from the Navy he went out there. It's three miles off the coast of England. And at the time, um, that was international waters. This is before all the countries uh, expanded their reach to 12 miles. So he, uh, using international salvage rights, declared it his own <laughs> country. And he claimed it and just took it. And um, actually went to court in England. And uh, this was in the 1960s. And finally, the uh, the English courts came back and said, nope, he's Fully within his rights, he he took it. It's international, and he declared it his own, uh, you know, land. Its own yeah. sovereign land. So I mean, I think it's like two hundred feet long. I mean, it's you know, um, he calls himself the king, and his wife the queen, and of course their That's their true. son is the prince. Of um, course. They've uh, and it really bothers people because uh, they have cannons and stuff and they shoot at boats that come too close to their to their kingdom. No way! Which they totally need to do. As you know, in the UK, you know people don't have guns, so they're like you know they always go and report him. And you could you could like launch a terrorist attack on this guy's country. Well, he's had that happen. So these other because one of the thing one of the ways that they make money is they issue their own passports, um, right. and so <laughs> and their own
2: citizenship. You can actually become Why a lord. Why is this guy not a church planner? That's all I want to know. He's got the audacity of a church planner. Well well and
1: you can become a lord for like twenty bucks, you know, I'm the lord of whatever and and uh, knighthoods well, you can buy and I mean, and, and, I mean that's how shoot, they man, you gotta do that, Pete, because you got you got ordained on the internet. I right? know, I really should.
2: I really should. You I should. want people to be able to refer to me as, you know, Sir Pete Mitchell. This is Sir Pete Mitchell, and this is Lord Peyton Jones, and you're listening to the Church Planner podcast. The best though is when they so the, this other guy like wanted to work out a deal
1: with him. They were like from Holland or something, and he wouldn't go for it. So when he and his wife, someone always has to stay on there because anyone could come and claim it, right? And so his son was staying on it while he and his wife were going into England for like you know a medical checkup because you know it's free healthcare there. This other guy came uh, with his his friends. They came in like speedboats and stuff, and they took over the uh, the the you know Sealand, the Principality of Sealand. And imprisoned the son. So the problem is the dude was with the Royal Navy, right? So he gets his friends and they go back and they storm it and they take the whole thing back. Only they lock that dude in their own jail for like a month. And Whoa. Holland was like going to England and going, hey, you know, can you um, uh, give us our guy back? And they're like, no, he's his own country. Look at the court records. (laughs) You got to talk to him. (laughs) So, oh, it was awesome. That's why I can't believe no one's turned it into a movie. Oh, that is pretty cool. So, but they 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 have not yet listened to our podcast. That has not shown up in our stats. No, no principality of Sealand.
2: Wow, dude, we need that. Needs to be our goal is to get the Principality of Sealand to listen. We need to do one from the Principality of Sealand, you know, broadcast live. That would be awesome. Dude, so we could get a passport. We could go there. And we could actually start a church here. It'd be like, hey, dude, we're church planners, and you need a church here. (laughs) We've reached 100% of our community. (laughs) It'd be like uh, Obi-Wan going, uh, Emperor uh, Sith Lords are a speciality chancellor. You know what I mean? Like, It'd it'd be like, we're here to plant a church. That'd be awesome. We came, we saw, we planted a
1: church. They've shot commercials there. One of the things they were going to do to to make money is they were going to do like a hosting service for the internet. And the only rule they had was basically no child porn, but you could get away with anything else because it would be its own sovereign country. So you could have casinos, you could have, and I think they eventually just didn't do it. Like it
2: wasn't worth the hassle of you know all of that. But
1: um, anyway, yeah. It's a, it's it sounds story. like
2: Pleasure Island on uh, Pinocchio. If you saw
1: pictures of it, you'd be like, why would anyone live there? Like, there's yeah. no view. It's freaking cold. And it's not like, you know, you got, I mean, it's not pretty, right? It's just this old World War II, like, thing out in the
2: ocean. Well, it's like Milton Satan said, right? I'd rather be a king in hell than a slave above. Right? So... He's a he's a he's a king of Sealand. He's, this he's literally king. a king. He, he, he yeah. kinged king himself. He's like, I don't care where I live. I'm the king. Hell to the king, baby. Dude, the blog is hilarious. The blog is like, oh, her highness isn't feeling too well today. Dude, <laughs> okay. Now I'm gonna go look at it. Thanks for that. Now I, now I have more. Now i You're making me waste time. By <laughs> All these to, church planters. Well, I was gonna go out and evangelize, but now I gotta look up to the principality of Sealand. I can see it now though. I can see this guy standing up in front of a church going "Sealand has not been reached with the gospel." <laughs> <laughs> He's doing like a full-on missionary <laughs> appeal. Oh, the other the other part that was really
1: cool <laughs> showing was, pictures
2: um, of like children in Sealand all neglected. When when all the countries
1: expended their their borders to 12 miles into the the ocean, um their response was because now th- that would officially place this thing within the uh, the England borders, um, and he goes, you know, they didn't contact us before they did that. So uh, incidentally, we happen to have done that same thing, but the day before. <laughs> so we're assuming that with England, it's the traditional: um, we split the difference, we meet halfway, they meet halfway. Since we're closer than twelve miles with each other, and of course there's a, a corridor that goes from uh, Sealand to international waters, you know we're we're assuming that's the way that they wanted to
2: play it. It's it's great, wow. man. Their story is awesome. That is cool. I, I am surprised no one's done a movie. Yeah,
0: but well, hey, anyway, we got we got
2: Brandon Brooks. You know, just he's connected in Hollywood. Let's let's start seeding him. I know. And let's pitch, also, uh, let's pitch the movie, dude. In uh, Coleman Luck. That he, dude's like a writer in Hollywood. Hollywood. Well, so's
1: his son. His son is a phenomenal writer. He and really, now a bartender, too, because, you know, he's okay, a writer in Hollywood.
2: So, so here's the reality TV show, right? We go and start a church there in Sealand. You know how hard it would be to reach that
1: community when there's three people that live on it and they don't want to come?
2: <laughs> yeah, but
1: but if they all go to your church, that's like 100% conversion. Or even if you only got one of them to go.
2: I mean, I'd reached a third of the community. What church you planner could, can say that? You could be like, you know, kind of like how they said, I can't remember what missionary it was. It said, you know, when he came, there were no Christians. When he left, there were no pagans. We could say that about Sealand. We could actually, that would be like on our resume, you know? What if they're already saved? <laughs> they need to go to our church. Then then they need to be a,
1: a part of Newbury church planning. <laughs> Dude, we could be like Church of Christ. You have to go to our church. You have to be baptized in our church. You, you gotta go get into to our water. I, only our water counts.
2: That's right. That's right. We have to sanctify the water around this oil, Derek. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so anyway, um what 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 were, what are we talking about? We're talking about our biggest takeaways from the last fifty. Yeah. Yeah, this is as far as we've gotten.
2: <laughs> so what are your biggest takeaways from the last 50? I I always picture like people their very first time listening to this podcast and they're going, "This is not a church planning podcast. Like what's up with this thing?" And then they get in and then it's like, you know, like Kung Fu Panda. Well, some like, of our
1: episodes are so serious, like what was the one that we didn't even do an intro? Like we said i'm pete mitchell i'm peyton jones and then you like went right in the question (laughs) i don't even remember which one it was but it was like
2: one of those serious ones from last week i don't know well like you know the the ones with all the guests like it we can't do this like that it's part of i i think it's how you and i like you know it's how we we bond with the universe you know we just goof off for a while and You know, it's been hard like meeting with these guys and not, you know, not knowing them really well, not knowing if, you know, are they going to be able to, you know, are they going to find us funny or offensive? That's that's what I was going for. That's exactly what it is. So, you know, it's just uh, not everybody's sense of humor is our sense of humor, I guess, but. Which is a Anyways, shame,
1: actually. That's that's. Well, it's
2: I'm like saying. our next one coming up. Our next podcast that we're recording today uh, is about sex trafficking. I doubt that we're going to go into that one goofing off, you know. So we gotta we gotta kick out the jam somewhere. <laughs> that's so, all I'm saying.
1: We're we're getting it all out of our system now before uh, Patrick Hubbard's <laughs> on in a half hour for us to record. I like it. Yeah, I dig it. Absolutely. No. So anyway, so, seriously, what what have been like one or two of your biggest takeaways over the last fifty episodes?
2: The thing that stands out to me the most out of this, um, number one, you know, it's so funny because I'm I'm just going to speak personally for a second here. When I signed the contract to do Church Zero, um, they were like, hey, you got to like promote yourself. You have to promote yourself. And if you know anything about church planning, and, and in particular, if you know me, that's like foreign. Um, I was the golden boy uh, back before I left America, um, you know, I was, I was getting some really cool opportunities. I was getting flown here and there to go speak and, it, you know, I was young. I was in my like early twenties. I think I was like 24 and I was getting flown back and forth. I got a trip to Hawaii, you know, to go preach there for, you know, and it, it was cool. And, you know, and, 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 in many ways I envisioned myself like getting a radio show and being famous. And of course, when you're a young guy, you think I'm going to be Spurgeon or Lloyd-Jones, <clears throat> and then, you know, I go over to Wales, and I've still got this weird, like, American mindset of, like, you know, success, and I'm going to be big. And 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 then I get there, and it's like God just crucifies me, like just crucifies my flesh, just kicks my teeth in, beats the crap out of me. And then I, I at a certain point, when I started church plant, I couldn't give a rip. Like, I was ready to church plant because I didn't care about being famous it wasn't about me anymore it was about jesus it was about god and people same thing that jesus says hey the whole law is about god and people and you guys are too stupid to figure it out so i had to spell it out in the old testament like detail okay if you're walking down the road and your neighbor's ox falls in a ditch and you know here's the loving thing to do you know he had to spell it out you know line upon line For me, it was like a transformation. And so when I got back and I signed that book contract and I started hearing from the publisher, well, you got to do this and you got to promote. And I'm just thinking, this is the opposite of what God has been teaching me. And so I got a Twitter account. I got a Facebook account. And, you know, I suck at that stuff. Like none of that stuff. You know, there's guys where they're all into it and whatever. But I guess my point is, what was really interesting to me is that I never wanted to be big. And my goal wasn't to sell the book right? The book was literally like, hey, God, I felt God that's exactly to what your thing. publisher wanted to hear. My goal was not to sell the book <laughs> 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 suckers. He published me, but, but here's the thing, you know, that, <laughs> but here's the thing that the reality is with this podcast, What this podcast has been for me. Um, it's funny cause I watch it growing and that hasn't been my motive. My motive has been what my motive has always been. So, uh, you know, I got the Facebook, I got the Twitter, and that was supposed to be to, you know, quote, unquote, self-promote and sell the book, which is just crap. You know what I'm saying? And then suddenly, like, you know, you and I are talking, we're like, we just want to equip church planners. That's all I've ever wanted to do is equip church planners. And again, I just think it goes back to that thing we talk about a lot, which is motive. What's your motive for church planning? And the Church Planner podcast and the magazine is actually the embodiment. Of that principle, because we didn't set out like, "Hey, we're going to start a podcast to make money." Hey, we're going to start a magazine to make money. We literally started this thing to equip church planners. We don't make money off of it. Uh, We've never made a dime off. If anything, it's cost us money to do it. But the reality is, you know, it is the embodiment of of the whole principle. You know, do what God has called you to do. And for us, for me, as I watch those numbers grow, I'm just excited that more guys are getting equipped. And, you know, it, it just, we get things in the church and in Christianity and in our own lives backwards all the time. And and to me, at least, the Church Planner podcast is getting something the right way around.
1: Yeah, I get that. And, um, you know, we, we've we been talking about this a lot in the last week or so. Because um, one of the things that, that we're... Uh, trying to put together, and I want to be a little bit cryptic, cryptic about it because uh, it's not like anything any church planner has seen yet. But uh, putting together a, a, a unique kind of conference, I'll just leave it like that. Um, hmm. And we were talking about, you know, who do we want to be on it? Who, who do we want to be able to, to share? And not just like a, a traditional conference either. I mean, it, it really would be unique and totally different. Um, and you know we've both discussed about you know certain uh, brand name people if you will and i use the term brand name um because they're they're well known in the church planning circles Well, very well known um you'll often see them at conferences and you know they've got books cuz everybody's got a book and um hey hey i'm just saying everybody's got a book actual <laughs> and and it's just like yeah but you know what i think uh I think that person is you know not really who we want you know um mm-hmm. and you know we've said very specific reasons why they're they're not really who we want like there's just uh, I, I I'm afraid to go into too much detail on, on the podcast publicly because people I think will read into it and say yeah. oh you're saying something about so and so and and it may or may not be what i'm trying to say but just yeah. just suffices to say that there are some people who I, I don't um, I don't think having them on and with our intent which is literally to equip church planners for the gospel um, not just you know we want a brand name person because they bring people to it and um, and that means more money right because that's the whole reason why you see a conference with the big name speakers. Um, the more speakers they've got with big names, the more people will attend. And there's some money, you know, with the registration fee, but the real money is in the sponsors. Um, yeah. You know, when you've got, uh, you know, a thousand, two thousand, five thousand church planners in one place, you can charge a pretty penny to sponsors, book publishers. Um, if you've ever gone to a church planning conference, all those sponsors are more than willing to pay big money. Yeah. And, um, and I think that's a lot of the reasons why some of these guys get asked to speak because uh, they know, that, you know, the people who are putting on the conference know that they draw people. But you know, we've just been looking at it, going, "That's not what we want. Like, we want the right people, not the people who are going to just draw people, but the right people who are going to give the right message to the church planner who's genuinely more concerned about reaching the lost than they are about building the big church." Yeah. And I think that's in in some ways that is what makes us unique, as opposed to you know almost uh, not everybody else, but I mean a, a lot of these other you know conferences and and kits and everything else. It's it's a numbers thing to them, and it's it's not really a numbers thing to us.
2: No, and and I think when you do what we what what we talk about a lot on the church planner podcast is guerrilla church planning. And I don't mean guerrilla like you know the monkey. I mean you know, guerrilla as in G-U-E, like warfare, guerrilla warfare, um, it, it's it's light on its feet, it's low to the ground, um, it's quick, it's rapid, like, like Pete's dragon. Um, <laughs> you know, that kind of church planning is what we're talking about. Stuff where it's kind of like, you know, here's the home kit, right? Um, you're not going to have you know uh 100,000 you're not going to have you know 500 people as your you know co- uh, launch team or what have you um we're we're talking about stuff like first century style and that's guerrilla church planning and so it's not about numbers it's never going to be about numbers and if it becomes about numbers um a rot has set in and something's wrong um like like I say in church zero chiching um it's not about uh the, you know the early church was obsessed with reach. The modern day church is obsessed with size and there's a massive difference between those two.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, looking back over the last 50 episodes for myself, uh, certainly some of the people we've interviewed have just been, um, you know, the kind of things that just, they make you just question what it is that you're doing. You know, uh, uh, pastor Saeed's wife, uh, how yeah. does she say her name again? Is it Nagme? Yeah, Nagme. I'm always At afraid beginning. I'm going to just butcher that name because I've never seen a name spelled that way.
2: You know, because yeah, I'm from America. It actually is spelled. It's actually spelled like Nagme, but I think there's an H in there somewhere. But you know, if if that were my name, I'd be like, just Nagme. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but you know, culturally.
1: I'm sure it's an a you know, a, a normal name from uh from Iran. Oh, but yeah. you know, yeah. we're here in and the Saeed. States Saeed's
2: a pretty normal, normal Yeah,
1: name. but see, Said's easy to say too. I mean that I mean we've seen a lot of people with that name. So but uh but that one was a an incredible interview. Um and then I think too hearing how some of these church planners are going about and doing what they're doing. Uh it's just, uh, you know, it's amazing. In doing the magazine, uh, still probably the article that just uh, affected me the most was Brandon Hatmaker's article on um, the foster kids. Yeah. Um, so for me, you know, it, it it's it's a lot of fun doing all of this stuff. Um, there's certainly, you know, no money in it yet. I mean, it'd, it'd be nice um, when we've got plans for how we're going to be able to to. Get it to where it can fund itself because it's a lot of work, and we do it because we enjoy it, not, not for the money side of it.
2: Yet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Whoa, I, I feel sound effect coming on, Pete. just saying. You sit on a throne of lies. There you go. So, you know, the other thing that sticks out to me, and this was the first thing when you asked me earlier, I was actually going to say this, and the other one just jumped out of my mouth. Um, like vomit, but the, the, the number one, uh, downloaded pod, we have two, we have two that we're always talking about. What's the one that people download the most? There's been two. Um, can I talk about this? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the one is, you know, uh, when is it time to quit? Oh, behave. That, 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 that one right there, just, that kills me. Um, I, I feel for the guys that are out there, you know, it, it just, when I see stuff resonate, it's like when we are talking to, um, Scott Blair, where he writes a book about struggling, wrestling with God, which everyone's going to hear tomorrow. That's on tomorrow's yeah, podcast. Yeah. And, and people just connect with that. Like, they're just like, you know, like I get that man. And it's the age old thing in the Bible about suffering and wrestling and how could God this and that but he's connecting with people and it just kills you if there's that much pain and suffering uh, you know that people are going through and of course you know i mean all, all of us have been touched you know like by pain and suffering it's not like any of us are, but we forget sometimes walking around if we're not right in the midst of it but with the church planners man i this is part of the reason i do this is because i know how hard it is as a serial church planner a guy who starts over and over and over again I've just learned to eat that hardship. It's just part of what I do. Um, the stuff that used to freak me out that the sense that the church is going to implode at any moment, um that's something you get used to in time. And uh and and, and all I'm saying is, you know, it's it's always going to be a little scary, but it's really scary when you're first going and you get discouraged a lot easier uh, your first time around because you don't recognize maybe the pulses and the rhythms of church planning but when i saw that like we actually are are planning a themed issue um when is it time to quit and we're going to have different authors contributing to it's that for the magazine by the way yeah we're going to we're going to do a theme issue in the magazine because that's connecting with people and so that was one of my major takeaways was you know just just when i saw How many people, when they go to the church, that they look, they scroll through the list of topics and they immediately go to that one. That's what that's telling us. The statistic is telling us that that's the first thing guys want to know. Should I throw in the towel? And uh, and that's a big deal. And the
1: second most downloaded podcast. Why don't you tell them about that one?
2: Yeah, the second one is bivocational. Um we talked about, you know, we we did a series of how to fund your church plant. We did raising support, we did um talking to your sending church, and we had a series of weeks where I think what what was it, Pete, like three or four weeks? And then I think the last one we did in that series, it, it was all part of the starting with episode thirteen. Um, if you're new to, to to the Church Planner podcast, about the 13th episode, you know, one of our listeners, we do listen, um, he, he said, is there like a Peyton Jones A to Z way to, to, to plan a church? Well, there's not quite that, but there is um, there are principles. And so we walked it through topically. We're still not done. Like We jokingly uh, said, what are we going to talk about on our 50th episode? And we're like, child molesters in Sunday school? That needs to be talked about. You know, How do you protect people from pedophiles? um you know things like uh you know set up and tear down you need to talk about that um 501c3 uh, <laughs> always a winner <laughs> so exciting but all, all these things we are going to so we're not done we've gotten up to the launch then we talked a little bit about leadership leadership dyna- dynamics we got to talk about discipline and church you know all that kind of stuff but uh the bivocational one was um that was, a, that was a winner because we ended by saying, look, guys, probably the best way for you to plant is to be bivocational. And, you know, there's reasons for that. It's what I've done most of, of my church planting career. Um, I'm still bivocational right now. And, uh, it, it, and there's a reason why that's a very good thing.
1: Yeah, I concur. But um, anyway, we're, we're just about out of time. So this has been the episode about nothing. And about everything. And about everything. And Sealand. <laughs> what we want to know, I think, from our uh, our listener, from you, the church planter, the one that's listening to the uh, podcast, we want to know what have you gotten out of the podcast or the magazine? And we'd like a, a soundbite. So if you would, give us a call. Leave us a voicemail on our voice messaging system. The phone number for that is 562- five five three zero 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 four again five six two five five three zero 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 four. Leave us a message. Let us know um what what have you taken away from the podcast. What have you enjoyed from the podcast? If you've enjoyed it, if you've hated it, we want to know that too. We're going to we, delete we those messages. We want to laugh. We want to yeah. laugh at your response. We delete those messages. But you know, go ahead and let us know. And um <laughs> But, I mean, you know, give us a ring, 562-553-0004.
2: And also, you know, if there's something, if there's a question that, you know, hasn't been answered, where um, you're like, I, I've been waiting for you guys to get to this. This is what I need to know. Hit us with that as well, and we will address it. I, like, like I say, we do listen sometimes. Well, hey, this has been the 50th episode of the Church Planner Podcast, Podcast, Podcast. Yeah, we didn't have a train today, did we? I had to add that one in just so we could have the train. Pete Pete actually came up with that soundbite because he said, when you travel, I'm starting to get invited to to speak uh, at different places now. And uh, Pete's like, hey, when you go away, we got to put the sound effect in or it won't be the same. It just won't. No. Hey, this has been the Church Planner Podcast reminding you that if you want to reach ones no one's reaching, you got to go where no one's going and do what nobody's doing.